Changing perspectives. Good day. This is Pastor Cindy Jacobs, and welcome to another edition of Changing Perspectives. I would like to read to you from First Samuel sixteen twelve, and it says the following: And he sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy, and had beautiful eyes, and was handsome. And the Lord said, Arise, anoint him, for this is he. When God sent Samuel to the house of Jesse to choose the next king, there are so many different sons that is brought before the prophet, and even the prophet himself started choosing based on the flesh and based on his own understanding. Every time someone would appear, Samuel would literally think this should surely be him. But it was to the surprise of the prophet and the father that God chose someone completely different, completely different from the character of the previous king and what they knew. So many times when God chooses in a moment of time, when he chooses new things within a season, it doesn't often look like the way we think it should look, feel, smell, any of those things that we have in our own understanding. You see, ladies and gentlemen, because as human beings, we are creatures of habit, we have a tendency to want to reoccur or repeat things that we know and we are comfortable with. But God doesn't look at things the same way. He doesn't think the same way. The Bible says that he's creating, he's create, he creates new things and he's making a new way. He's making a way in the desert, meaning that he makes ways in impossible situations, that where there's impossibilities, he create solutions and that is often very difficult for us to understand how does God how does God create or set up the Red Sea to open up when it is an impossibility how does God choose a David against the odds against his brothers against what society wants, and he uses David, someone who doesn't even have a sword or has a spear, doesn't have a shield. He takes David with a pebble, and David defeats a giant. You see, you may be in a situation right now where you are feeling overwhelmed, and you are feeling like things are not going to go your way. You may be sitting with your hands in your head or between you may be sitting with your hand your hands just covering your head and thinking to yourself what am i going to do we never see the solution we never see 
the light when we look at things through our own lenses and our own understanding. Why? Because if we are not connected to God, we will not see the future. If we are not connected to God, we will only see what we know and what we've experienced. As I said before, we are creatures of habit. We want to experience things and work on solutions based on past experiences. But God always puts a challenge on us. And this challenge is called faith. Faith requires us to step out. Faith requires us to become more. Faith requires us to put aside our own skills and take on the spirit of God and become more. And this is really what it's all about. It's about becoming more in God. So when the Bible speaks about how David was chosen, David was not conventional. He was not the person that was the ideal for the situation. He was a shepherd's boy. How does a shepherd boy become a king? It doesn't make sense to the flesh, but it does to the spirit. Because there's something on the inside of you that nobody else can see that God knows needs to come out. And sometimes we just need to trust him. You see, when God sent Samuel to Jesse's house to choose the king, there were many. It's not like David was the only one. There were many. And God actually demonstrates in that moment that many are chosen, many are called, but few are chosen. And this is what I want to say to you today. I don't know what you are trusting God for. I don't know what the things are in your life that has started making you feel that has started making you feel overwhelmed and you started giving up and you started feeling but how am I going to do this I don't know but God knows but here's the thing God has an answer he has a solution he has a way for you to get back into place a way for you to become what he needs you to become And so I want to say to you today, it is time, it is time to arise because God is anointing you for this level that you are entering into. He's anointing you with favor, even though you don't feel like you have favor. He's anointing you with a yes, even though you are so tempted to say no. He's anointed you with unmerited favor among people. Just like David who got chosen, you are being chosen in the season. Just like David who did not understand even the magnitude of where he was going, God has already put a plan in place for you because these are his words. For I know the plans I have towards you, plans that are good and not evil to give you an expected end. And these are the things that God wants us to know and he wants us to understand. And so I bring it to you, ladies and gentlemen, today that God has got a plan for you. This is your season to be chosen. This is your season to arise and shine This is your season to become the more of God. 
but it's not going to go or happen through conventional thinking. It's only going to happen when we partner with God because He makes a way in the wilderness. He makes rivers in the desert. He's the one who sees and understands all things. You may be in a place of giving up. You may be in a place where you don't know what to say. You may be in a place where you are overwhelmed right now. Trusting God for a job, trusting God for your family, trusting God for your kids, trusting God for your marriage, trusting God for a home, trusting God for a car, trusting God for all these things. But let me say these things to you. The Bible says that seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you. Let us not seek the obvious. Let us seek the invisible. So that which we desire will become visible. And that is the beauty of God that we need to understand. When we make it about Him, He makes all things about you and He takes care of you. So I'm going to say to you, you are chosen today, but partner with Him. You are called to arise and be anointed in this season because it is in God that you live, move, and have your being. And today I want to remind you of that fact. I want to remind you that you are so much more than your situation. Don't give up, ladies and gentlemen. Don't be despaired. The psalmist says these words, Oh, why, my soul, are you so downcast? Why are you downcast? Why are you heavy laden and burdened? Start encouraging yourself in the Lord. Because when we wait for someone else to do it, it may probably never happen. You are your greatest encourager. And it is my recommendation to you that you always remain your greatest encourager. You see, when you are in the Lord, yes, you will need people, but you are the one that can get out of the pit. And so I want to say to you once again today, you are chosen of God. You are chosen of God. Arise, for it is your time to be anointed, because God says it is you, and he has chosen you. Get ready and understand that you are being chosen. Do not take away the power that has been given to you. It's a season to be chosen and handpicked by God. You have found yourself in a place where you left or rather felt unwanted and forgotten by God. But God has chosen you to become the next leader lead in the in your destiny lead in your season that has been given to you get ready for a transformation in character and a transformation in lifestyle because this is the year of the lord and the season of the lord for you to be the chosen one it is time to stand upright and become who god has called you to be let us pray father in the name of Jesus, I pray that you would anoint every ear and you would anoint everything that is given to you, that is given to your children. 
I ask, O oh God, for ears that hear, eyes that see, and hearts that are receptive. Help your people to identify that they are the chosen ones in this season. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Thank you so much for listening to this week's edition of Changing Perspectives. God bless. Take care until we meet again. The ministry of reconciliation. It's not all up to him. He's invested in us what is necessary to make effective change in others. Effective change in our families. Effective change in our neighborhoods. Effective change in our cities. I look at the city of Philadelphia right now. I was just telling somebody, a lot of people, when they see me on a train, they ask me, truth, what you doing on the train? They can't understand why I catch the train and I catch the bus. And I can't explain it to all of them. <laughs> but the reason why I still catch the train and I catch the bus is because it helps me to stay connected. Helps me to stay connected to what's going on in the city. Helps me to stay connected to what's going on in urban life. So that I know I stay sharp in thinking about how to effectively minister to them. And I look at the city of Philadelphia right now, my heart beats and burns like never before, like never, ever before. I mean, maybe when I was like 16, that's the last time my heart burned like this for my city. But my heart literally burns for my city. Where next year, I'm gonna be grinding. I'm gonna be rallying up the troops. And we're gonna take it outside of the unplugged atmosphere. And we're going right into the thick of it. We're going to be incarnational for real. We're not just going to throw the, throw the word around because it's popular. We're not just going to throw, throw the missional word around because it's popular. We're going to roll up our sleeves and we're going to actually be, not just talk. So I pray that we have this mind that God has given us the grace to be. <laughs> the grace to be what people need when we walk into a room there's a treasure in us that the world needs there's a light in us that the world needs that dispels the darkness blessed are those the bible says who snatches their brother out of the gates of the depths of hell think about that now if you were to just say that without reading that in the scriptures you would think that's blasphemy you don't have the power to snatch somebody out of hell. That's what the Bible says in the book of James. Blessed are the brothers that take the initiative, see another person headed in the wrong direction and fights for them to snatch them out. Because we can change the world. 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 Powers in you. Powers in you. Powers in you. All the powers in you. Power of the resurrection, power of God is at work in us, through us. To make effective change, we can change the world. Oh, 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 yeah, we can change the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah.